So hi, well, the guys podcast with Brown Maple. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. Uh, so what inspired you guys to start the band and what does the band name mean? Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> That's a great start. This is a Jeff question. Yeah. Um, I need to hear this, honestly. And honestly, I'll probably need to take a drink because the name is just a whole, it's a, it's a three-story novel in and of itself. Jesus. Yeah. So um, what started the band was, uh, you know, Jeff, Jeff started college. I'm referring to myself in the third person. <laughs> Jeff started nice. college. Mm-hmm. And Julian, who is not here right now, um he was i was already working with julian and um on other projects and whatnot we were in this one band called winter ground that i started my senior year of high school uh we both we both really got into marietta like you know summer death and that and whatnot Mm -hmm. uh like around the same time and like he was the bassist of the other band and i was the singer and guitarist of the other band as well and i was like hey what if we just started like playing midwest emo music just for like fun on our own time and stuff and then he was like yeah sure he it started out with him on drums and then me playing guitar and then the other band broke up and then we just started like really getting more and more into it we just like i started like really falling in love with the genre and like writing more music and stuff for it and julian like really just really just like had it was weird like julian would always have like weird spikes of like motivation when it came to winter ground and stuff that like he'd be like super super duper productive and whatnot uh it was this was honestly one of the biggest spikes in like julian's motivation i'd ever seen mm-hmm. yeah uh, when towards like the beginning of the uh of, towards the beginning of what is brown maple um and with that we we get to the name so we wanted something that sounded like somewhat emo and like sad but also like not something that like people were gonna make fun of us for which in the end did not end up working out in the slightest (laughs) we have the single-handedly the worst name because like like there's typically a trade-off with things like this that it's like you know you can explain the name and like afterwards people will be like oh yeah that makes sense or like something like yeah, that it's so or it's a good name and you don't have to explain it yeah um no it's neither, it's neither of those yeah. uh it's just the name sucks and when we explain it people are like wow that's just stupid i'm like yeah <laughs> i know so we came across it because we were like we really liked the ring of maple we wanted like mm-hmm. maple in there somewhere and then like we wanted to have like a band like our other options were like star wars references and stuff because um at the time ian was also in the band and ian and i were just like obsessed with star wars like he was literally like (laughs) like we were we were grown-ass men (laughs) in our like like early 20s to late teens just like constantly talking about star wars we wanted to have like a star wars reference but we we figured we'd just get made fun of for it, so Aww. we ended up just. <laughs> that that's the one of the biggest things without with our lives is like it's just like are we gonna get made fun of for what we do? And like, <laughs> yeah, we stopped, we stopped caring. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's how we came across the name Brown Maple. We liked the Ring of Maple, and we were like, 
brown maple is the def- brown is what we need to put before maple for shock value. Mm-hmm. <laughs> boom. And yeah. then boom. We were like, we have a band name right here. Boom. This will wow people. And they're like, Maple Brown Sugar? Is that your name? I'm like, no. Oh. <laughs> Read. Read it. Yeah. I, I would never, I wouldn't trade it for the world though. Because at this point, it's just stuck. It's so Exactly. Yeah. You guys are stuck with it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Wow. So that's that. Inspirational, definitely. <laughs> Uh, so congratulations on your upcoming release. I never really learned how to say goodbye. How do you felt the response to it so far to the to the people you've shown it to since at the time of recording it isn't out yet? Oh, I'm so sorry. Repeat the question. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So many times. How do you feel about the response to the EP to the people you've shown it to since at the time of recording it isn't out yet? Oh, okay. So basically the people that i've leaked it to even though i've been told don't send this to people nice. <laughs> other than like you know people who need it and stuff um of course, yeah my mom didn't care <laughs> that's not because <gasps> that's not that's not because she was like i don't care about your music she was just she thought it was somebody else's music and then she was like oh this is your music hey good job i was like oh yeah is that all you, i was like is that all you got she's like i mean it's good i like it i'm like thanks <laughs> mom i guess yeah I was expecting like a gold star or something. Exactly, you know? like, yeah. Like a big old shiny metal. I was expecting mm-hmm. her to like, like put it up on the fridge, even though there's not physicals or anything, and it's not even out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like, hey, he did this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Maybe she'll share it on uh, Facebook. Exactly. I was yeah. gonna say Facebook. <laughs> yeah, she, she probably will end up doing that. Uh, That's good. Because I love me, mummy. Love you, mm-hmm. mommy, if you're listening to this, even though you're literally, like, two rooms away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, other people who, it's, it's, I did not really expect people to, like, enjoy my music. Because, like, for the longest time, it was, like, just Jeff and whatever screaming band he was in in high school and whatnot mm-hmm. um, for, like, the longest time. Because that's what, that's really what it was just in high school. I was just in like bands where I was playing the guitar and screaming. But um, after like really taking the time to like structure songs or like learn more about like songwriting and just making better music, that's the simplest way to put it. Just learning mm-hmm. about how to make better music. Um, yeah. It, it really, it really, uh, it really means a lot that the people who I've showed it to really have like stopped like they're listening to it and like they would like message me halfway through and they'd be like hey you did a really good job and it's really like amazing how far you've come from what you started as and um it's really it's really great to see what you've done with like like with your time and like your passion and what you do and all these great things and i i honestly like I'm way be- for the longest time I was like building myself uh, that I was just telling myself like learn to take constructive criticism. So like when people just come to me and like just compliment me and tell me my stuff is good like without any criticism I'm just like yeah uh, what's bad about it and they're just like uh. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I, yeah I didn't have anything yeah. to say on that matter. Complete the I'm fifth. Like, oh 
Yeah. Yeah. I, and then I sort of just like sit there nervously and I'm like, oh, do I say thank you or like, what do I do now? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So it's, it's really been great just how people have responded to it. They've been really supportive. And honestly, I can't wait for us to put it out so that they can, uh, you know, fulfill their promise of, you know, you have to listen to it when it releases since I sent it to you early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not sure if that came across clear enough but yeah okay. i think we've had some pretty good buzz with the single after we released the single i think it was oh i didn't even cover the single yeah it's okay <laughs> after we released that i think we got we got definitely a little bit of buzz from that and uh mm-hmm. i know my mom is crazy she's always messaging me about it and oh the song sounds <laughs> so good she, she found it on itunes the other day and oh he was like, oh, the song's on iTunes. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it was a 99-cent song. I was like, oh, that's that's kind of crazy. But, uh, I mean, I I think it's been really good so far. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm glad okay. that your mothers are giving the stamp of approval. Because yeah. that's, exactly, all, that's yeah. all that matters. Right, mm-hmm. right. In the end, that's all that. Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Okay, so for this process, uh, for this EP, it's completely, it was, it was like way different than anything I'd ever done in terms of like writing music in the past, because it was just like, uh, it was like the EP just had so many, like this was probably one of the most like emotional things I'd ever written other than July 9th, which was on our split, which for many people who don't know, July 9th was about my father's passing and what. Um, but uh, EP one, or I never really. I gotta start. I gotta stop yeah, saying EP one. Yeah, I, I keep telling that to people. They're like EP one. What does that? Um, <laughs> I never really learned how to say goodbye. It is actually just about different times in my life where I've had to say goodbye, whether I was ready or not for. Mm-hmm that time to come and it was sort of like i'd go through whatever it was whether it was like uh like a like a breakup or whether it was you know losing a friend or just any sort of life 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 yeah life taking from you it was i would sort of like feel like a lot of the feelings were just like things i couldn't they would either just sit in me and I would lay in my room and listen to music and be sad, or I would do something about it and like, give it like a physical like manifestation. So I could just like get it out of me and move on with life. Mm -hmm. Um, So honestly, merry go round was just like, sort of like one of the, one of the more explosive, like goodbyes I ever had to have with somebody. And it was, it was, how do I say? <laughs> it just that that one came naturally. Merry Go Round yeah. just came naturally. Like the lyrics, it was honestly, we practiced it. I didn't have lyrics written. We got to that last part, which is the I'm really sick of it, all the stupid shit. And I remember like when I started laying into that part, like Ian, who was in the band at the time, I should mention. Ian, if you're listening, I love you. You're not in the band, obviously. You still oh. he, 
He's still signed. No, he's still signing in. He's still signed into our Twitter. Everything's good between us, Ian and us. We love Ian. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. He's still signing into our Twitter and sometimes tweets from our account. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's really funny. So, like, that's that's beside the topic. But like, uh, like I'll just like wake up to like tweets, likes on a tweet that I didn't write. I'll be like, did I? Did I, I remember do, writing that? I, I was like, did I write did that? that? A little bit crazier of a night than I thought. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I could have sworn it was only like, <laughs> it was only like two, like, two of whatever I, I had, maybe. <laughs> whatever um, that was, yeah. Yeah, so, anyways, so what was, what was I saying? I remember that practice, like, I laid into that part, and like, Ian and Julian both looked at me, and they were like, wow, that came, that just came out of you. That wasn't a pre-planned thing. It was just like sort of just pent up frustration with all the like feelings dealing with that goodbye that I had in life. And I just had to get it out. So it's really the writing process is more so. It's like it's like puking onto a guitar and puking onto your notes app that you have lyrics on. OK, interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's just it just falls out. Yeah. I really hope your stomach has recovered from all the puking. Oh, mm -hmm. trust me. It has not. It's a natural process. <laughs> it's a natural so, exactly, yeah. Comes easy. Yeah. It's just like it's just like one day something happens. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna puke lyrics later. Doesn't that suck? Oh man, not again. Um so what lyric off of this EP is your favorite? And what does it mean? Can you tell us the meaning behind it? Okay, well, it's off of merry-go-round. Um, mm -hmm. I, I have to, I have to show a little bit of favoritism towards merry-go-round. Um, and it is, it really is that last verse. The I'm really sick of it. All the stupid shit that you bring in and out of my life. I'm tired of seeing you, fucking hypocrite. Every moment you wasted my time. So it would, it was like, it was about like. A time in a relationship. I'm so sorry. So that was the f that was the favorite lyric. What was the other mm -hmm. half of the question? Can you tell us what it means? Okay, what it means. Yeah. So that was just a point in a relationship where things were like falling apart, and it was I was pushed to like my breaking point that I couldn't really I couldn't handle things in like a calm manner anymore i just had to really let all the feelings i wasn't allowed to express out of like fear of hurting the other person's feelings out of mm -hmm. fear of you know them not wanting to talk after me saying how i really felt um got where i was leading up to Oh, it's okay. That would be another Labat ice right there. That would be a Labat Labat ice right there that I just have to pound because I messed up. <laughs> um. Oh, okay, that lyric, and it's it was just I was in sort of a situation that whatever I would do, it was wrong. But when they did the same exact thing or even worse, um, it was completely acceptable, and it was wrong for me to get upset about it mm -hmm. because of whatever my emotional stability or whatever it may be that they just felt they they had some sort of pass on it and I didn't mm -hmm. um and I wasn't really allowed to explain how I felt because if I did 
it would just be too um it would be too how do i say too aggressive too forward yeah too forward too aggressive they were a sensitive person they really couldn't handle it the way it just needed to be said and that's like the worst thing is that like i i as well am a sensitive person more than i would like to admit you could you could like look at me the wrong way and i'll start crying <laughs> but like but like it was just sometimes you just have to get over that and you just have to say things how it is or it's never going to be said and you you'll just have to live with that or you know i guess die trying per se is the phrase yeah if I want to put it that way, you'll never reach that happiness that you want to achieve if you don't get those feelings out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. move forward. So it was really, it really was just pointing out the, the double standard, the unfair treatment and everything of that relationship and how long it had lasted and that I wanted to move on to other things, other people, whoever it might be, who I felt would treat me better. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that that would be that would definitely be the favorite lyric. Plus, it was it just felt so good in the studio, and like getting that, yeah. getting just the rough back of that of just the, how, like how growly it was. I was like, "There's no way that's me." So yeah, I was just so happy to hear it, and honestly, it came out that it it came out in the end just the way I wanted it to sound. Good. So I couldn't be happier with it. That's awesome. Definitely, yeah. Max, do you have a favorite? Man, I was ready for this question. Honestly, I was going to say, um, I don't want to sound cliche, but what he said, that's probably, I think Merry Go Round is probably one of my favorite tracks off of this new EP that we have coming up. And uh, that's just a really good part in the song, I feel like, because a lot of the song is kind of a, uh, it's a it's a little it's not soft but it's a little softer and it's a little more melodic and we get to that point and it just it just drives home the point and i mean i've been through similar situations as jeff jeff has recently described and um i know how it feels and frustration is probably the biggest part and i think that that part in the song really just conveys it and i think that'll i think that'll be a really fun one live too I'm so excited to play yeah. that live. For sure, yeah. For sure. Uh, so you guys got picked up by uh, Chill Wave Records. Can you tell me a little bit about that, how that happened? Yeah, baby. Again, uh, that's a Jeff question. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm just, just, I'm just leaving you I'm, out by knowing I'm everything. I'm the drummer. I just, he tells me what to play and I play it, you know. <laughs> that's I, I, completely valid. Yeah, I get involved with like a girl I shouldn't be involved with, and Max like texts me the next day. He's like, "Listen, dude, I already told you this is a bad idea. You just tell me what to play when the time comes." I'm like, yeah, right. I know. I like, hey, we're making music about this later. All of course, yeah. Oh, you're going sledding. All right, that this will last three days, and yeah. then you'll cut her out of your life again, and then you'll it's not it. that. Hard. You'll write an angry song about it's it. Not... Exactly. No, it's yeah. not... Nowhere near. But um. Dude, why do I keep forgetting the question? <laughs> it got signed by Chill Wave. Tell me about it. Chill. Yeah. Oh, okay. Signed by Chill Wave. Oh, man. So it really was, and I have to just give such a thank you to like the help that we received from Nick from Equipment. Um, 
Nick was oh, such love like oh, I love equipment. We all love I, equipment. I have I'm looking at my closet and I can see like three equipment shirts that I have. So true. And, and yeah. my hoodie. It's just ridiculous. But um I talked to Nick because Nick was like, Hey, so what are your plans with the C P? And I was like, um, I wanna somehow get involved with the label, but if I'm being honest, I don't know how they work or the first thing about them. He's like, yeah. Cool, I'm your man, I guess. <gasps> yeah. So um Nick just Nick Nick sort of like walked me through the process. He was like, All right, here is here are the different labels. Uh, you should like look into which ones you're interested in and um, let me know what you think about each label and I'll get back to you. And, you know, I, he obviously Nick has like his connections because I mean, man, he wrote Madrigal. Like, <laughs> sorry, you don't, you don't write Madrigal and then not make connections with people. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, he, he really helped walk me through the whole process. And with Chill Wave, it was funny enough. Um, I went to high school with Jacob from Equipment and Waving. And I noticed that they were on that label. And I was like, wouldn't it be awesome if, since I already like this label, I was already looking at Chill Wave. I was already interested in it. I was like, wouldn't it be awesome if we were on the same label? And I was, I was like, really excited to see their reaction to it um and they 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 uh they told me that they really love the song and that a lot um and it's just so great ever since we signed to that label it's just been a bunch of random conversations with rob that i'm like hey i'm gonna make this video and it's gonna have a bunch of stupid edits and we're gonna try to you know advertise through just being dumb mm -hmm. if we yeah. can and Rob was like, yes. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> um, I'm still working on like a, a, a another ad for a certain something that I'm not even sure if I'm, uh, I mean, it's for tapes. I can tell. Okay. I can say that. There you go. Yeah. I kind of figured yeah. being signed to chill wave that you're going to have some mm -hmm. sort of physicals. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to, we're going to be doing that. Um, honestly, chill wave has just been so so goddamn supportive of everything i remember i was just ranting on twitter i was door dashing and i got stuck in the snow and i like oh. about being hungry and alex god bless alex's heart slid into my dms and said hey let me buy you lunch i was like you are oh. such a saint i appreciate it I, I, I'm just complaining that I'm hungry because I'm dumb and I forgot to eat, but you are really just looking out and you are the best. Like you guys like really just look out. And honestly, it's honestly like a big family because mm -hmm. it's like, there's like, you know, everybody else who's signed to chill wave. It's just like, everyone's just so supportive of each other. Like I just sent Joey from, uh, from cliff diver. I just sent them uh, our, our roughs for EP two. Sorry, Steve. I shouldn't be showing that to people, but <laughs> help it. Um, but I just sent that to them, and they were like, "Yeah, this is fantastic. I'm so proud of you guys." And I was like, Aww. "I was like, don't you melt my heart? Everybody's just so supportive. It's like, it's honestly, it feels like less of being on a record label, and just feels like being a part of like 
a bigger home and like mm-hmm. having a, a musical family, mm-hmm. which yeah. it never was something I never really had because it was just like, like the only involvement with my music that people had was like, Hey, here's $5 for a ticket to, or here, buy this ticket for $5, be there yeah. at eight and you'll be able to maybe see me yelling if you decide to stick around long enough. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, yeah, Jeff plays the guitar. But these people, like, they actually care about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, like, they pay attention to you. And it just, it makes you feel so much more appreciated. And it just makes you want to put forward more effort towards your music. It just makes you want to. It makes it, it makes the low parts of music. Because it's, like, music just comes in, like, waves that it's, like, really good. And then sometimes it's just, like, it's really a task that you have to put yourself towards. It mm-hmm. makes that, it makes those lows so much less like the, it makes those lows so much more stomachable and so much more like easier to process. And it makes the yeah. high points even better. And it's, I just wish that there wasn't this pandemic. Cause then mm-hmm. I could just, I could go, I could just say, screw it. I'm driving to Tulsa to go see cliff diver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, I'm driving to wherever it is to see whoever else is on this label simply because they asked me how my day was. Yeah. Aww. Joey's like DIY's hype man. I love him so much. Oh, 100%. I love Joey. Joey is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Both of you have to do it. Three words. New EP, new listeners. Okay. Yep. Off the top of my head. Oh, I'm already messing up. Um. Gets better. That's two? It gets better. Oh, I didn't hear it. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just like, gets better. Okay, well, that's two. Yeah, or almost no. there. Things get better. There, I like that one. I like that Things one. Things get yeah. better. Man, I probably had three adjectives to describe it, honestly. <laughs> no, I, uh, did you date? Well, I guess, yeah, describe it in three words. Um, man, new Midwest emo. Can I put it like that? Yeah, it's perfect. Straight sure. from the source. That's, good. Yeah, that's what it's it great. is, really. That's we good. That's emo. Good. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> We're just on two separate. <laughs> yeah, we are always <laughs> on two separate. Oh, we got the sugar finish that. No, yeah, We're on two separate. You're on you're just two separate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Where do you two see the band in the next five years? Oh, man. For me, at least, honestly, I just, I like, I enjoy playing music. So um, wherever it takes me, honestly, um, mm-hmm. it's one of those things for me, I guess. Uh, I don't really think of it as a job or, or you know, necessarily a career yet. Um but I mean, it could definitely get there depending on how things go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm a very go with the flow person as it is. So, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. I see a selling out Wembley Stadium. So true. I yep. see. I see. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I really don't. I have nothing. Hey, well, if we do that, I'll diamond do EPs, diamond, diamond EP, everything, platinum, diamond. Billy Corgan's gonna be wearing my shirt. Yeah, I, I have like four Smash t-shirts, and he's gonna have forty brown maple t-shirts. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the fans—they're gonna be like at my house every day. That's um, you that's want that? Horrifying. I don't that's want, terrifying. No, that, is, that is what we want. No, that, want that is definitely not what you want. You don't want that. I want to lose my right to privacy. I don't. Your phone number gets leaked life. every two days. Never sleep. I mm -hmm. will never need to sleep again. Constant oh my God. concerns. Exactly. Um, wow. So where do I actually see things in the next five years? If I'm being honest, I don't see where I'll be in the next five minutes. That's um, fair. So it's really just going to be like, hopefully, once the shows start up again, it's really just going to be treat every performance like it's my last. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what these people are going to remember me by. I want to... I want to do as much as we can with like recording music and um and like like playing shows and like making an impact on like people around us. I want to make I want to write music that means something to people even mm -hmm. if they don't ever know what I look like, even if they don't ever uh find out what my name is whatever it might be just just one line for somebody who like will never see me that makes them think you know i can make it through today mm -hmm. yeah something oh. like that so in mm -hmm. the next five years i see us hopefully like playing shows playing tours and just having a great time with what we're doing because that's honestly all that it's about is if you're if if we're not having fun with it, there's literally no point in doing it because we're not doing so true. We're not doing music for money. We're not <laughs> doing it for popularity or anything. We are doing it solely because it it's what makes us happy. Yeah. So that's all I really have. If uh, that I might have just completely dodged the question. No, but, you answered <laughs> it perfectly. Yeah. That's so unheard of. Jeff answering a question properly. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never done that. For the last couple of questions, we're actually gonna shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom again. Boom go first. Man. Um, okay. Uh I would probably have I would probably just want some like New York, big New York slice of pizza or something. I love so pizza. True. Some <laughs> some type of pizza, Chicago pizza, New York pizza, something something that you can't usually get mm. uh, for a drink. Man, I'd probably take a cherry Pepsi. Yep. If, if, Taste. I'm, if I'm on death row, I'm going to need a cherry Pepsi probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm on death row. First thing I'm getting is a whole bucket of drywall from the Home Depot. Oh, from the Home Depot. Not that from is smack. Whole bucket. Do I need Whole a drink bucket. with it? Hell no. Oh, that's I'm disgusting. Different. That's... No, no actually, drink. No drink. God, no that's drink. disgusting. Uh, actual answer. I don't mm -hmm. know. I'm not picky. I'll probably just like take like two McRibs and like a Diet Coke or whatever. And be like, all That's right, a switch, I, yeah. You know, like whatever I did, obviously, yeah. you know, I'm I'm dying, so 
you know, shit. I'd take a McRib, probably. I'll take a McRib. All right. Solid oh. answers. <laughs> I like the drywall so, answer, personally. Yeah, me too. I prefer that one. Shit. Okay, then I didn't say anything about McRibs. I've never. Okay, yeah, just drywall. No drink. The word McRib has never come out of my mouth. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Drywall, no drink. Drywall, no drink. Drywall, no drink. So, if you two could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Man. You know, honestly, I'd probably... uh... I would live uh, in Arlen, Texas, where uh, King of the Hill takes place. I love the show mm-hmm. King of the Hill. Okay. Solid. So, I've only seen I, like I five love... episodes, oh, but it was good. It was good. I've gone through the season or all the seasons probably three times. I would That's just valid, my, yeah. My time with the Hill family, see what happens. Maybe watch Hank Hill mow the lawn. I don't mm-hmm. know. But yeah, that'd be that mine. That sounds good. I like that a lot. Um, okay, so. I'd probably have to pick the world of regular show. <gasps> so true. Yep. Solely because of the fact that they've like they've never really had a problem with like school or like actually working or anything. Like jobs kind of just don't actually exist in that world. Yeah. Well, Rigby is a high school dropout and he didn't go to college, so I don't think they would uh, have any problems with school. But yeah, with work, they just, just like, nearly get fired every episode. It isn't yeah. that big of a deal. <laughs> like in a world where I could do what they do and get paid, I'm like, shit. All right, sign me up. Yeah. Dreams and aspirations sense. I have in the real world. Forget about that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go roll myself up into like like a talking car man yeah that all those episodes are crazy it's like it starts Mm -hmm. it starts out so normal it does it's always so weird then it's like then it's like some sort of like third seventh dimensional being is like here's 17 tabs of acid yeah exactly yeah and then exactly go wild by the end and you're like okay i guess things are normal now yeah yeah let's just forget what happened Mm-hmm. I gotta rewatch that series. That's so good. Uh, so I of asking the last question, and every single person you've spoken to has said that it is the most important question. Okay. What's your favorite color? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, this is a bad one for what's, him. What's my favorite color? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me turn this on your head. What's my favorite color today? Okay. What about right now? Right now, the second. Right now, at the second, it's gonna have to be sanguine. Sanguine. The fuck like is that? A pink? A like, oh, red? Okay, I was like close. A, it's like a very close yeah. to crimson red. Oh yeah. Give me like yeah, seventeen yeah. seconds. Give me like seventeen seconds. It'll change. Okay. Okay. Well, Max, would you like yeah. to answer while he's doing time. that? Absolutely. Um. Man, I love the color black and I love the color red. So true great colors and white i'm a very simple man so my accent because a lot of people won't count black or white sometimes so my backup is always red that is my okay okay um my favorite color has now changed to it's like that soft blue you ever you ever okay i'm sure you've listened to wolf by tyler the creator it's like oh yes yes it's like that soft blue yeah like that's between like 
Tyler when he's looking up at at Samuel and Samuel's like holding the inhaler. It's like oh it's yeah, like yeah, that and there. It's that that's there. Yeah, and that. Like, that's a that beautiful color. I completely agree. That's a great color. Thank you for using that as an example as well. Because I, I, but it's that yeah, specific I, one. Any mm-hmm. other blue? No, 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 no. No. Yeah. Close to it? No, 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 no. No. And it's changed. Okay. So oh, it's oh. like okay. Oh. So it's kind yeah. of like a like like one of those like shades of camo green that looks uh-huh. kind of like it looks like if you took normal green but like bathed it in the mud for like twenty darker. minutes. You get uh-huh. that dark forest green. Yeah, yeah like that yeah. dark forest yeah. green. Yeah. That, like, mm-hmm. nobody I like likes. that color. I love it. That's a good color. It's very but good then, color. like, like everybody's like, oh, this doesn't look good on anything. But then you, like, paint a house that color, and they're like, you know. Exactly. I kind of like it. that color. They like yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to lock that in. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up before you change your answer for the fourth time. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> as... I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Oh, Lord. Uh, it's just our Twitter, I guess. Sure. And because that's really, that's really where we operate now. We thought like, you know, operating on Facebook would be like the cool thing to do. But like, it's just kind of like my grandpa who like <laughs> likes my posts and stuff. Oh, he's like, good job, Jeff. Proud of you. And I'm like, hey, you're doing thanks, great. Grandpa. You're doing, yeah, mm-hmm. you're doing great. <laughs> and I'm like, thanks, grandpa. Love you, too. Um, but like Twitter seems to kind of just be like, like, as long as you're not an asshole, Twitter's kind of a, like, not a bad place. Everybody depends complains where you are. about Twitter. Yeah, it depends on where you are. Yeah, yeah everyone depends compl- what you go on Twitter for. Literally, everyone complains about Twitter. They're like, Twitter's so bad, man. Twitter's so toxic. It's like, no, just don't be a dick. And there's not going to be a problem. Well, I mean, it depends yeah. on which part of Twitter you're on, because like DIY Twitter, it gets a little hectic. <laughs> but for the for it the most does. part, it's like pretty calm. But like Lori and I also dabble in Stan Twitter, and that oh my is god, I'm only in Stan Twitter. The worst place to be on the internet. It's so, constantly on fire. Everybody's yeah. always fighting. There's always a fan war going on. Right now, it's Zayn Malik fans versus Harry Styles fans. I didn't see that one coming today, but that's what's happening. So it's just somebody's always fighting. There's always a water park fan getting lit on fire. I don't, or eating like teeth or something. I don't know, man. You can't make this stuff up. I predict, I predict there's going to be a war between like Elmo fans, like uh-huh. Elmo from Sesame Street. Yeah. And Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. I'm pretty sure that's happened already. It'll happen. I promise Mm -hmm. you. Okay. I look forward to it. Yes. All right. Um, Well, is that all the plugs you've got? Just Twitter? And that Twitter is not a bad place? Yeah. I mean, you can follow us on Instagram, too. BrownMaple419. We do post our, our stuff there. When songs come out to keep up with the band, but I'd say he's the active one on Twitter. It's really just Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for sitting down with us, guys. It's been Brown Maple, and we're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>